Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Welcome to the She Slays the Day podcast with Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Direct, soulful, comedic. Advice for female chiropractors' most stagnating questions. Let's talk business, marriage and relationships, momming, and self-development. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Hey everyone, it's me, your favorite 33-year-old female chiropractic podcast host who lives in Northern Wisconsin. Lauren Bradsley, I'm so honored to be your number one choice in all of those categories. Thank you very much. Um, there's a lot of competition. Uh, speaking of being your number one, uh, you guys, you're so awesome. I love seeing all of these reviews that you say, you know, when I'm just having a down day, when Mercury's in retrograde or some shit, I'm like, I'm just going to go read my reviews. Um, oh my gosh, so my daughter... She listens, so she's not on Apple Podcasts. My seven-year-old listens to podcasts on, um, oh gosh, what's it called? CastBox. And on CastBox, I don't know that you can like leave reviews. It's more like you leave comments. And so she started the other night reading the comments on her favorite podcast, Wow in the World. And she was like all sad. And she was like, look at this mean thing. They said that uh, Guy Raz isn't even funny. I think she's funny and I'm like oh honey and so we had to like have a whole conversation on on haters and stuff like that I don't have any haters yet but I don't know maybe you hate me but you just haven't left that review yet that's okay you don't have to listen um anyways this review today is from Jen Sub 2 and she said I can't wait to hear more from Dr. Lauren I have a feeling this will be my favorite podcast. And Jen, so you wrote that like a couple months ago. You've had multiple opportunities now to decide, like, let's get off the fence here. Am I or am I not your favorite? <laughs> like, I have a feeling. I don't know. I don't know. That was probably her first episode. So Jen, write me back and let me know who you love more. Um, or if I am your favorite 33-year-old female chiropractic pod podcast host who lives in northern Wisconsin. Um, so actually speaking of favorite podcasts, I get asked a lot just from our followers on Instagram who or what my favorite podcast is. Um, I have a couple. It depends on what week of the month it is and if I'm feeling like being productive or not. Um, I'm like a big like racehorse. <laughs> not literally, guys. Uh, no, I'm a racehorse. So 
I am like in modes where I'm just sprinting and then completely resting. It would be nice if I could find kind of the in-between. This is not really how my personality goes. So it depends on the week. If I am like in all things business and absorbing, um, I really just fall back on Amy Porterfield's online marketing. She's got a lot of stuff that you can apply to your practice on like gathering emails, Facebook ads, stuff like that. Same long lines with like Jenna Kutcher, um, just really helpful with social media. Um, I don't really listen to any like business, business stuff like Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you've heard me on the podcast, you know that like when it starts to get really tactical to the boring stuff, (laughs) I make Kirby do that shit. Um, so no, I don't know. I just don't get, I don't like learning about laws and money and I like making money, but I should probably change my attitude on that. Huh? This is kind of like I'm walking in a circle being like, oh, but Lauren, if you'd like to make more money, you should probably rewrite that story and say, I love learning about money. Damn it. Okay. Well, you guys were only like four minutes in and I've had a revelation for the day. So my, ask me in a month. My favorite podcast will be the Dave Ramsey show. Um, but if I'm just like not really in the mood to do anything and just be entertained, I love You Made It Weird um, by Pete Holmes. And it's like, he's a comic. Com- comedian and he has very legit people on and they talk about all the soulful stuff it's very cool i like it um and then if i'm just feeling like like a basic b i'm sorry i love me some rachel hollis not all of them but i do like some of them so with that um let's go into she slays savings so if you haven't checked out her savings page go do it it's she savings.com forward slash no that's not the website silly for those of you who are frantically writing it down with a pencil erase it um no it's she slay podcast.com forward slash she slays savings um and you know my love hate relationship with that url because i feel like i slur my words the whole time and kirby's just out there to make me sound like i've been drinking white claws at one o'clock i'm not it's just hard to say. So anyways, um, on there, we've got a couple of really awesome promos for you. One is 10% off the Etsy store, Sandy Spines. Um, Sandy Arthur is this really awesome and very talented chiropractor who does watercolors in her spare time. Um, and they're just beautiful prints of the musculoskeletal system. So you can get 10% off your entire order every time you use promo code she slays. And then also if she's got any stickers in stock, she's going to hook you up for free. So then our other she slay savings is through the connected inspired progressive app. This is an app that you can use as a pediatric and prenatal doctor in clinic for your patients. It just lays out resources for them really nicely, efficiently, and saves you time. And speaking of saving, you're going to save 20% off your first month with them just by saying, she slays. Just yell it at them really awkwardly. They'll, they'll know. Just kidding. Um, you can. So with that, we are going to go into our time of prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for giving each of us a completely different purpose and story. Um, Remind us that no one is supposed to follow the exact path of another, except for Jesus. We're actually supposed to literally follow him. So that one doesn't count. He counts, but everyone else, same story. Um, 
We're all supposed to be doing our own thing, living out life uniquely, how you want, how you designed us. And sometimes that looks different. Um, actually, most of the time that looks different. Remind us that sometimes what is failure according to society on earth is actually success in your eyes uh, because we're following you and trusting in you. Um, and sometimes what success is considered here on earth is failure in your eyes because it's leading us away from you or whatnot. Um, that took a really weird negative turn. Uh, but love you. Thank you for all your blessings on this podcast. Uh, remind me to slow down and actually enjoy it once in a while. In your name. Amen. Okay, so today we've got a fun conversation for you. Uh, this is a conversation between me and a female mom chiropractor whose life plans after graduating did, uh, chiropractic school did not go quite as she thought. Um, so Dr. Brooke Herbert is a pediatric and prenatal chiropractor who got herself married to a man in the military. And if you know much about the military, you know they don't like to stick around in one place very often. So they have two boys, and ever since she graduated, she's had to move multiple times, meaning uprooting her career. So we talk about her feelings of bitterness towards her husband and the profession. Don't worry, y'all, that's temporary. Um, but really just how she worked through those feelings to have true peace and content and purpose with her life. She is sweet. She is kind. She has a super successful motherhood and lifestyle blog, and you can find her at chiromama.com or on Instagram. Her handle is at the chiromama. No periods, no dashes, no nothing. The chiromama. Okie dokie. With that, let's jump right in. All right. So today's question says, dear Lauren and Brooke. Okay, they didn't write in book, but like I added that. I'm super frustrated right now and kind of want to hit my husband with a shoe. Joking, kind of. He works for a Fortune 500 company and we just got word that he's being promoted. Yay! But we have to move. This is actually the second time since graduating six years ago that we've had to move for his job. I've only ever worked in a, as an associate because I knew this was possible slash probable with his career, and I thought I'd be okay with just being transient as a chiropractor, but I guess I'm not. I've really gotten close with my patients and boss at my current job, and if I'm going to start over, I want it to be for my own thing, but I feel like ever having my own thing is impossible with his job. I just feel like, what was the point of even getting this degree if I can't settle down and use it? Sincerely, frustrated in New York. And I will say that I really appreciate this is the first time that I've had somebody do the like, dear Amy, like, sincerely, sad in Seattle or whatever. I'm like, mm, that's a nice twist. I appreciate that little, little tune. Um, so like I said to you, you know, when we get these questions, some of them I'm like, damn, I got that question. Like I can handle that one all by myself. Um, and then other questions I'm like, I do not have that question. I don't even know. I would be like, girl, divorce him. <laughs> like, I wouldn't actually say that, but I would just be like, my, the entire episode would just be like, yeah, that sounds like it sucks. Um, <laughs> so Brooke, when I met you and we talked, um, I was like, oh, if I got a question. So on the show today, we have Brooke Herbert, and I am so excited to hear. Brooke, tell us your story. Like, let's start with your background, and then we can jump into this question. 
By the way, I have wine. Yeah. For anybody who's not. I almost brought wine, but I have tea, so. <laughs> anybody who's listening to this, we're recording and it's like 7.30 my time, p.m. I was going to say you're two hours ahead of us, so. Yeah. so it's wine time. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I I graduated almost four years ago, I'm pretty sure, coming up in spring. Um and moved from, so I graduated from Logan University in St. Louis, moved to Tucson, Arizona to be close to my grandparents and ended up falling in love and meeting my husband there. Um, he was in the, mil- he's in the military. So he's active duty military. Um, I knew getting into it that he was active duty and active duty military. They moved them anywhere from two to six years, every two to six years. Um, and at the time my husband said he wasn't a 100% for going the full 20 years, which is retirement. Um, now he is. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> and you're already married when he made that decision. <laughs> he was. We were actually. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I knew going into it that the person that I loved was also tied to this huge institution that that was kind of their bottom line was moving. Um, I had a job at it as similar as an associate type thing in Tucson, Tucson, yeah, where I worked after I graduated. uh, And I I just didn't, I just didn't love it. So when I got pregnant with my first, um, Liam, I was, I think about 20 weeks pregnant when I just decided we were, we were done. It just was not, it was just not help. It wasn't, it wasn't working for me. And so, um, after the the job wasn't okay so like the job wasn't uh so I I kind of fell into finding how to work through this military moving lifestyle through all of this mess um and so I quit the job and um I stayed at home, was pregnant, then had my son. I was super bitter. Like we talked about before, I was super, super bitter for about a year. Um, What were you doing for that year? I started blogging. That's that's seriously what I... You were bitter blogging. I was bitter blogging. (laughs) Um, I'm always a mover and I had to find something to do. And I was like hating our profession and hating. I mean, I loved, I love my husband, loved my husband then. um, But I hated what I had put myself into, if that makes sense. At this point, you had been graduated two years? Two years, yeah. Okay. And you worked as an associate for how long before... For a year. So I worked as an associate for a year and then quit um, that almost, I mean, just like right, right at that year mark. Uh, And so I, uh, yeah, so I was blogging and staying at home and doing that. Were you making money with blogging? I hear you can do. I was. You were? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I mean, it was not anything. Compared. Not like chiropractor money. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but I mean, it was something that it was like, look at me go. Like I can, I can find something to do, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I did that. Finally started like 
I met a couple other chiropractors that were military spouses. Um, one had a, one had a little boy the same age as my son and the other didn't have any kids. So I, I vibe with them, um, in a sense that they were military, uh, and they couldn't really, they were transient as well. Like mm-hmm. there was no, you couldn't really put, you can't really put down roots in, in a sense yeah, that you, you can, like, you know, you're going to be where you're at, you know, um, in 10 years, you're still going to be there. And we don't, we don't know that. So I, um, started talking to them. One of them had a house call practice. The other one had a practice. She rented a studio, a yoga studio once a week or something like something small. Um, and so I just started thinking, you know, I could probably, do something like that and get my feet wet again in my profession and, um, do that for as long as I could. And so that's kind of where that's my story, I guess. That's where I'm at now. I'm working that way. Okay. So when you met the other chiropractors, cause you're not in Tucson anymore. No, we just no. moved. <laughs> okay. And so the other chiropractors you met in California, where you live? Uh, one was in California. One she's, uh, in Texas right now, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, they were all there. We have a group now actually on Facebook, but we're all over the place. Um, But those those two women were California at the time in Texas. uh, And they both were around my age. They graduated around when I did in similar kind of similar stories. I don't think everyone has the same story, but similar. And so I just, I, I was like, you know, people are doing it. I really shouldn't hate the decision that I made because I love my husband and <laughs> he loves his job. And so like, I just got to make it work somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine that, um, it's very easy and not that, uh, frustrated in New York or you doing this, but I can imagine it's really easy to fall into a victim mode of like, I'm the only, I'm the only one who like all my friends are starting practices and I, what the heck? Now, when we talked, um, last week, you talked about, and we said we weren't going to name names, but like there was a management company that like played into this story somewhere too. That I worked for, so the, the corporate company that I worked for, um, was more about numbers and less about helping. And I went to school to help people. And so that's when you were the associate in Tucson. Yeah. And okay. So that was like a big, that, that period really, I would say broke me down like (laughs) hardcore, um, ripped me to shreds because I'm also not a corporate type person. I'm very warm and I have to make a connection with people in order to help them. I I think, I don't know. I think that's probably a lot of people in our profession, but for me, I really needed that, that connection. And I wasn't making it where I was because it was all numbers. Yeah. That's a bummer. And like, it's interesting, like, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to what you're saying. Um, I'm less empathetic and joke that I don't care about people. I do. I have heard Um, (laughs) I do. I have patients who listen and they're like, you're so, you're such a liar. You care. And I'm like, I kind of care. Yes, you're right. Okay. Um, 
where is it going with that? Uh, was my point was not that I'm a heartless bitch. Oh, but I think that um, I think like chains and corporations get like there is a certain person who can feel incredibly fulfilled. Yeah, in setting, but yeah. It's, yeah, but it seems like that was just totally not not what was working for you. It wasn't working for me. Nope, not in the slightest. Okay, so let's talk about this like bitter period because it sounds like that is really where this um person who wrote in is at yeah so first of all like I wanted to I didn't ask them because this sounded like it was going to be a whole like but like I don't even know if she's told like are you guys are you and your husband fighting are you like have you told them you're bitter did you just write into me like have you had a conversation so can you kind of like Talk to me about this period where you, because you said you were frustrated with the profession, but yeah. I also imagine there was a period where you're frustrated with your husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably the same period. Like, yeah. And I would also that. like to add that I was <laughs> pregnant and then postpartum. Oh, so yeah. there, was, there was just a real strain of emotions going on. Yeah, sounds yeah, like. I mean, I, um, Sometimes we still have arguments about it, especially since we did just move two months ago. I had to, I um, fast forward, I did start a practice in Tucson um, out of my home, super small. I built a patient base there and I had to leave. So we still, we still have, it's not a running argument, but there are times where I will still get a little bitter. But back then it was really bad. Um, I would say every week it was like, I'm staying home with the kids. You get to leave. Well, it was one kid at the time, but I'm, I'm staying home. You get to leave and go to work. I worked so hard. What? Six plus years of school, um, Mm -hmm. to not do it. And, and that was what really hurt me is, and I think she touched upon it. It's like, we went to school for this. We put in blood, sweat, and tears for this damn degree. And then you're either sitting at home, not using it or like her having to quit her job that she liked and moving. Yeah. So that, um, that took everything you mentioned it, the victim mentality that took everything in me to not think that way. Um, and sometimes I still get in that mindset and I just have to take a step back and, kind of talk myself down off the ledge. Like, you know, Brooke, you did work so hard for this degree. So you should find a way to use it because you know that there's like this small piece of my heart that only is fulfilled when I'm using it. And so I just, I think it's like, it's, it's a bad way to think, but it also can help you. Cause if you use it, if you use that bitterness for good, then you're, you're going to get something out of it. That's going to fulfill you. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I still think you need to work through the bitterness fully, but yeah, <laughs> like, yes, bitterness, but maybe process the bitterness. Um, so, okay. I, I see what you're saying where you, if I'm, if I'm putting myself in your shoes and like rephrasing what you're saying, I feel like our profession kind of sets you up for two options. You can own your own and see like three to a thousand, 300 to a thousand people a week and then sell it when you retire and you're old. 
Um, and, or you can work for somebody else and kind of just do that until eventually you're ready to open your own and settle down. And, um, it seems like you realized that neither of those options were going to work well for you. Although how come you, when you moved out to California, like just recently, how come that wasn't a thought of yours to get an associate job? It was, it definitely was. We, um, we sadly moved to like the remote, the most remote area in California on the coast. Um, so there really, there aren't any associate jobs available that there was a couple, but they didn't seem like they would vibe for me. One of which was a similar situation. Okay. You're like, I've been here. I'm not (laughs) doing this again. Um, so so yeah I it, it was a thought in my head it definitely was and I think if we were ever stationed somewhere where there was a associate job that um, kind of vibed with my needs because I do have two little kids too so if it vibed with that I would I would probably take it just just um, right out of the gates when we moved there you know mm-hmm. if I knew that I wasn't staying there long Right. So, um, talk to me then about this other option besides owning a brick and mortar and like putting a bunch of money into a thing or not like not that not associating, but kind of what you're doing. And there is, there is this whole like world of chiropractors who are doing something different yeah, I would say so. Um, and I had, and I obviously had no idea until recently. Um, so what I do is I primarily practice out of my home part-time. Um, I do maybe 50 people a week. I see it's, I mean, it's small, it's, it's small, but what it, what it cuts down is people a week when your overhead is like, I don't know that I think there are probably people listening who are like, shit, I would love to consistently be at 50 people a week and they've got, you know, they're paying overhead to play. So yeah. Oh yeah. How long have you been there? Um, well, I should say I am not practicing in California yet because I'm not licensed yet. I'm oh, oh yes. Arizona. Got it. Two, three months ago, I just, I practiced in Arizona for, for a year. So from okay. July of 2018 um, to July of, well, August of 2019 when we moved. And so, um, and I'm planning on doing that again because yep. we're in kind of a remote place. Um, but what I was doing there was about 50 people a week, like, super small, um, in my home, I would also do house calls, which is a huge market these days. Um, yeah. Like get word out to people of like, Hey, mostly, mostly word of mouth. Um, what benefits me, not a lot of things in the military lifestyle benefit me well, but the fact that military spouses talk so much, was free marketing. I mean, it was just complete free marketing. You do a good job for one mom, one military mom that you know, and then 10 others are calling your name. Okay. Um, and then, you know, Facebook, there's every military um, base that you go to has a Facebook community. And so marketing yourself in those communities is free. And, um, 
posting on your business page with like that zip code is fairly cheap as well. So mostly word of mouth and those groups. And I treated, uh, I'd say 75% military, um, the just families, I made my rates fairly low because TRICARE, um, doesn't cover chiropractic. I guess the dick. I know it's awful. Um, something about that, Brooke. You got an in. Can you change TRICARE for everyone, please? Um, if I could, I totally would. <laughs> but so I made my rates affordable because a lot of military families can't can't yeah. afford it. So I was also doing something in my heart that I felt was good, which is that helped me see yeah. the good in the situation. Um, and then I was also making that tiny bit of money, which a bitter blog money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So you, I'm hearing a couple things that I think frustrated in New York could definitely, uh, benefit from. So what I like about, there's a lot of things that I like. <laughs> I, don't worry. I'm not going to say anything. I just like. <laughs> um, so I liked that you had, you had this blog thing, right? Um, even though we're laughing and calling it bitter blog, but like, it's the thing that was virtual that would not be affected by you moving. True. You can completely move out of town and your social media doesn't go down. You don't have to start over you. So whether that's a podcast or blog, um, or a course or something, and it, it doesn't even have to be chiropractic. Like your blog is a lot on more like on momming, right? Oh yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. And so like something that you like frustrated in New York really just loves. Yeah. Um, and she feels like maybe she has control over. I think that that's a really important part. Like if you're a mom and you're like, shit, this is what I thought my life was going to look like. But then I fell in love with this dude. And now it's like, do I have any control? That's like what I feel like the underlying thing is, is like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> I need to hold on to something in my um, life. Yeah. So, um, again, like, I don't think it needs to be on chiropractic unless you want it to be, but like yeah. seriously, anything. And I wouldn't even worry about like, Oh, but make it big or profitable. Just something that's like, that's okay. I can, I can keep writing blog posts from New York and I can keep, you know, doing that and like feeling like this is mine and it cannot be affected by us moving. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I'm seeing with you is like, nah, girl, just like start again. Like, does it suck? It yeah. does. It, it totally, totally sucks. <laughs> and so I think that we're all like, we're gonna, I wish I had like a little toot toot horn and like a <laughs> popper because like, Yes, this is so <laughs> her actual name. Let's see. So I stopped calling her freshman. Where is it? It's Jamie. Okay. So like Jamie, this is officially your pity party right now. And this is not meant to be like, make you feel bad. Like, no girl, I am with you. Fuck that jerk and his stupid fortune 500 job and fuck TRICARE. This is it. This is happening. But... We need to, at some point, soon, 
today, next week, or even next month, if you really need that time, like, all right, you, you love this person. And like, life isn't exactly how you thought, but like, what do you want to do? You, but you got, you can start over. Um, yeah. It sounds like she likes chiropractic. So it's not like, man, I could take it or leave it. Um, it sounds like the problem is she likes chiropractic. Um, but she just really stuck to those. I, I think she just has to, and sometimes I still have to do this, is just admit that it, it sucks. Like, it's awful. It sucks. It's not what our professors preach to us in chiropractic school. But if it's something that you love, which I, we love chiropractic, right? We, we have to do what we need to, to make it work and to just do it, I guess. Like, I mean, California is expensive. I might break even the entire time we're here, but in my mind, breaking even or even being in the negative a little bit to do what I love is worth it, I guess. I don't know. You, I guess you have to, you, she has to figure out, is it worth it to her? For it to be a little sucky, but also have some part of your heart full from doing it, I guess. Yeah, you got to really figure out how um, to. Because at this point, I don't think we're looking at maximizing the dollar. We're no, looking at I've like, never, yeah, I've never, is I will like, never claim that I am making a good amount of money on this. You cannot right. sustain a lifestyle on what I'm. <laughs> But again, it sucks. This isn't what we were told was going to be, but like the point, I see so many chiropractors and so many women on stages saying this is like, we have to redefine success. Yeah. What we have put as success is making a lot of money and then like we're like oh it's not all about the money but it's about the patients and are you seeing a thousand people a week and it's like for Jamie success might just be that like she is adjusting people yeah and really instead of maximizing the dollar maximize that um is like soak as much fulfillment out of this profession as possible. Like I would be like, don't even waste your time with patients, like marketing to everyone. Like, no, hone in on what you want to do. Like be a prenatal exclusive practice. If that's what like, you know, because it's, you know, you just got to do, you got to figure out a way to use this degree and like, love it. Yeah. And, and that's the, I feel like that's probably the main bottom line is you, you got to take everything else out of it, but the, the fulfillment, like the feeling of doing good. That's, I mean, that's, what's keeping me going. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I know associating wasn't for you, but, um, I'm really curious if, we don't know how long he's going to be at this next place. It kind of seems like yeah. he might be there for a little bit, but um, starting your own might not be the right thing either. 
Oh no. And I know, I do know a good amount and I keep going back to the military spouses because there's not many of us that are chiropractors and it's kind of this similar weird thing where you move. And I do know a couple of them that just associate everywhere that they go. They just, that's just what they do. And they, they probably have a completely different mindset than I do on it. And they find fulfillment there. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, because that's a double-edged sword. It's like, so if you associate and you love your job, like she's in now, she's like, you know, I'd be like, I have to leave eventually. This sucks. But then if you hated it, I'd be like, why am I even here? What am I even doing? Like, I'm going to, you know, like, so yeah. So I don't know whether, um, maybe she's ready to take the jump and start just kind of like this, uh, um, what is it called? It's, oh, like boutique chiropractic clinic. You know, like basically I'm just like, yeah, we're small and mighty, but like, it is exactly what I want it to be. Yeah. That's okay. Um, oh gosh, does she have kids? She didn't say anything about kids. I don't think I, she said anything. I wonder. She must hate her kids. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she has kids or not. Because um, that would definitely play into the mix. It does. It totally does. Because I think that if we didn't have kids, I would take whatever associate job I could just to... Mm-hmm rack in the money and pay down the loans. But I have these two cute little boys at home that (laughs) I don't, I also think that it's, that's where it's a positive is I am able to stay home with my kids in this like young timeframe before they go to school. So that's, and that's, that's where I'm at is like, look, it kind of does suck, Brooke, but it doesn't suck for these reasons. So <laughs> yeah. So having kids at home and having, you know, going to be having a house practice. Yeah. How do you set up the boundaries for that? Are you just like, well, I'm here 24 seven. So I don't know. Come when you want. My kids wake up at five 30. So like <laughs> people always ask me this question. No. So I do specific hours, specific scheduling, um, back in Arizona, I did Tuesdays and Thursdays during nap time. And then in the evening, and then on Saturdays, I did full days on Saturdays, which people love saturday availability so was your husband home then on saturdays the majority of the time my husband was home now the military likes to um up and send their people out so there were times where he'd be um tdy which is just a temporary change of station so pretty much just uh moving like not moving sorry um traveling with the military, not not a deployment, which most people know about, but just a shorter time that he's traveling. He's not home. So that happened a couple times, um, where I had patients scheduled and my husband wasn't going to be home, but my patients are all fairly, uh, they're all military. So they understood that. So there was no problem if my kids were home watching TV or eating a snack or something. Yeah. it's kind of like you tried to protect your patients from like you tried to create a I did yeah just because I knew that I worked better when my kids weren't there um or were or I knew my kids were happy 
as in like they were napping or my, my husband was with them. I just work better. I can focus better on my patients. Um, and then I did like how there was that boundary set where it wasn't like, Oh, I'm coming to her home. Her kids are there. Like my patients felt like it was an office because there, there weren't kids running around and the, the atmosphere was a little different than it would be if like, let's say someone came to my house at eight 30 this morning and everyone was running around like crazy people. <laughs> Got it. That makes sense. So did you have like a private room? So like when you buy a house where you like, right, this is where my office is going to be. And, um, we don't buy houses. We actually live on base and they oh. kind of just give you a house. Um, and they're just like tough luck. Like this is your house. And so we just kind of make a space in our last home. It was a private type room. There was a little opening into our living room, but it was more, um, bare, like there were more barricades off walls. Sorry. Okay. Um, this one's a little more barricades. They're called balls, Brooke. (laughs) Bomb brain. I have no idea, but this one's a little more open. So I'm interested to see how it's going to work. Um, without the walls, it's, it's just like this space within a space. Um, but gotta work with what I was given. Right. And so will you get in network? Or are you just going to like with any insurances or will you just no, like, I think I'm just going to do the same thing where I'm just going to be an all cash practice and do kind of a lower rate than, um, than you would see for yep. find your market and yeah. serve them well and yep. get the word out through the military spouses again. Yeah. That yeah. great. <laughs> So what everywhere. Right. So what, moms talk like that, to be honest. What? Oh gosh, yeah, I know. <laughs> In the mom's groups. Um, so what did you do with the Tucson patients? Like you said you said like did we just like buy or did you like <laughs> no, that's definitely illegal. That's abandonment, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you abandon me if I just quit my podcast one day? Like, I mean, like people would be like, Lauren, abandonment. You sad, baby. But yeah, so it was abandonment. So I had to follow the rules set in place. Um, what I did though was I gave them like, hey, we have orders to move, um, which is funny because the military likes to change those a lot. So I it's kind of like an open ended thing. So, and I was also pregnant. So I was like, you know, I'm going to be delivering my baby here, but I'm going to come back and treat you guys and I might move. So what I did though, was I had, I have, I had four people that I knew in Tucson and I knew them well. One of what she adjusted me, we, we did trades. So I knew her really well. And so she knew what was going on. Um, and then right up, I practiced right up until we moved when right around the time we moved, I put that on all my, I put all their information on blast on all of my business pages, told all of my patients. Um, I still get some patients calling me now and I have to like teary eyed, tell them that I'm no longer there, but that's, that's pretty much what I did. I gave them their recommendation options and cried for about a month. If I think about it too long, I'll probably cry. (laughs) It's hard because you make these, 
you make connections with these patients and it is a small community, the military. So you just kind of become almost friends with them. I don't know. You, you, you're not crossing that boundary, but, but you're close, you know? And so it was hard, but yeah, that's what I did. And a lot of them still follow like my Instagram and my Facebook page and stuff. And maybe we'll be back together again. That's what I always said. Cause yeah. everyone's moving all over. Right. So I'm re-looking at her question and then my brain, cause my brain was going when you were talking about how you did not profit at all about this business that you built in Tucson. <laughs> um, I would just want to be the chiropractor, like down the street from you. Like, yeah, 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 Brooke, you build this up. And then when you and your husband move, send them all to me. Um, seriously how my friend probably was. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're such a good friend. <laughs> she says she does want it to be for her own thing if she's going to start over. So it does sound like she doesn't want to associate. So I think the house thing is cool and easy for sure. And even though she says frustrated in New York, I don't know if she's moving to New York, New York City, or if she's moving from New York to Minnesota. Like, I don't know. But, um, you know, if you can keep, if she can keep, if Jamie can keep her overhead super low, yeah. like we're talking 500 to 800 square feet, kind of low, simple, you know, no CA and actually have a, so do you have, how does it work? Are you sole proprietor? How does it work with like money? Well, it depends state by state. So I found out in Arizona, I was an LLC in California. You cannot be an LLC. A chiropractor cannot be an LLC. So which, which also sucks because you have to learn all the new state laws, but, um, yes, now, now I'm a sole proprietor. Okay. If where she's moving, if she felt like she didn't want to work for somebody else and she wanted to start over and make it her own thing, I would say get like a really small space, build a practice you love, but also like even if, so let's say she's there for a year and a half and she gets this space up to 20 people a week. Like I bought a practice, like that is a really nice, not necessarily, I don't know how many buyers, again, we don't know where she's moving to. Yeah. Um, but like, that's a really nice price point. That's a turnkey practice for a student. Yeah. So you, I thought about selling mine, but it was just not. Well, yeah. They're coming to your house. And so it's hard. Like if you had a brick and mortar, if you had a brick and mortar and an LLC and you just keep it super low. Like you don't want to add on that stress of like, Oh, why am I building? Like, but I like, mean, she doesn't even the receptionist part. She wouldn't need a, she, just, no. she wouldn't even need a CA. I mean, I could no. I could have probably taken on even more patient load and still not needed a CA. I mean, 50s, 50s hard without a CA, but like, um, yeah. And then, you know what, when you move, if you move again in two, three years, then you can, you can sell a practice. At least that's an, at least that, that money that you'd make off of a practice, you could turn around and put it back into your next one. Back into another one. And you know what? I would say every three years, I just want to burn my mother effort to the ground and start over anyways. Um, like, you know what? 
Fire everyone. I'm just kidding. All of my employees. I'm just joking. It's just a joke the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I love you all. But no, for real, like just systems, procedures, like you just like, I hate our logo. Why did I want to paint that wall that color anyways? That's another like. And so it's like, you know, we can make, we can really make this exciting. Yeah. Rebranded every X amount of years. Yeah, that way. Jamie's just like, oh yeah, just rebrand every three years, you assholes. Like, <laughs> sounds fantastic. But what else? What are you gonna do? Like, that's what that's what she has to look at it in that. Like, you're not gonna divorce your husband. I mean, maybe there's some issues underneath. Well, we don't know. We could really go into this. Of like, do you? But I highly him? doubt it. If you're writing in about this, then you probably love your husband enough to stay with him. Yeah. So you have to figure it out. You just have to find what what you're gonna do and go for it 100 because that's what it took me to do. Like I had to just jump in. I think I started as just a house call practice. I wasn't even in my home. I just went to other people's houses and adjusted them. And then I was like, you know, people like me. I could do this. <laughs> people like me. I am a good person. I'm a good chiropractor. You had to make more money people coming to you than you going to that, right? Oh, totally. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, she could learn from me and, and do house calls, but increase your pricing because I was not charging enough for those ones. Yeah. Cause you have to think about all everything, gas, insurance, car upkeep. Oh my gosh. And I mean, just like the time. Yeah. I'm going to have to do an entire episode on house call chiropractors. Yes. But I hesitate and any house call chiropractors, I would love to have you on, but be forewarned. I'm going to ask very difficult questions because I want to be like, okay, how much do you charge? If, if this person lives 15 minutes down the street from me, I still have to account an hour for like packing up my car, driving there, unpacking my car. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't do it correctly. I don't think, I don't know. I loved it though, but I didn't do it correctly. But yeah. yeah, that one. But she could do that too, I guess, if if that's what floated. Don't do that, Jamie. Don't do <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this whole like starting a small, tiny brick and mortar. And yeah, and I mean, one of my friends that's a military spouse, she, I think they moved up to Oregon, but they were in California, the one that I met. And she, I think she just rented a yoga studio. Like they rented it oh, out wow. to her for like $50 a day. I don't remember how much it was, but it was something that was like, that's doable. Like yep. that's one, depending on how much you charge, that's like one to two patients right there. Yep. And if you were only like three days a week, I mean, you can really make this. Yeah. I like what you said with like, after the pity party that we yep. are actually throwing right now, um, you have to go at it a hundred percent Yeah, and kind of realize that this is your path. And you can't change it. No. Like, you just can't. I mean, at this point, I, I'm two kids in. Like, I. Yeah, you can't return them. They don't fit. I'm uh, not changing anything. She's probably not either. So. And I mean, I would totally read a blog. Like, just think 10 years from now, if she's started four practices, yeah. like, you could really sell that. She would get really good. Think about all the mistakes. That's, what my, that's what my dad tells me. Cause he's always, he's always Mr. Positive. He's like, look, when you're ready to really settle down, when you're, I mean, I'll be 
42 when my husband retires. So when you're oh like, so young. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But like thinking about starting a practice, a real one at 42 is mind blowing. But he'll, he's always like, yeah, you're going to know everything. It's going to just blow up, which is oh. kind of true. Like, oh. I know my dad. Thanks, dad. <laughs> but it's kind of true. If you think about it, like you're going to know how to market yourself. You're going to know just everything. You're going to know what you want, what you don't want. So you so want to better than um, getting yourself removed from the profession. And can you, I mean, I would much rather be adjusting 10 people a week outside of my family. And like, at least you're answering some questions and you're still introducing yourself as like, I'm Dr. Jamie. Yeah, I have a business card. And even if it's so much less than what you thought you'd, so many few pay, spines that you're adjusting, so many less marketing events that you're going to, at least some point down the road, if you do have an opportunity and you choose to like, okay, this one's for real, like let's set some roots. You're going to be like, okay, it's everything I've been doing for the last 20 years, except now I'm just going to do more of it in a week. And you're not going to be super rusty. Like you'd be like, yeah, I'm used to calling myself Dr. Brooke, because, you know, but like some of these women, um, I interviewed Rosemary Batansky, who's the president of the Women Chiropractors Association. Yeah. We were talking about, um, oh gosh, Restart is, I believe, the name of this program that they have for women who have left the profession for a period of time and have really lost so much confidence that they don't even know how it's like, it's like graduating all over it's like that first year out in practice all over it's worse because at least with graduation like you were adjusting in the clinic but it's like gosh I haven't adjusted in five years because I wasn't practicing and like the amount of confidence that these women don't have she said like it's just it's heartbreaking yeah I could see and, it uh, so keep on going Jamie yes and like do something. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think there is a point in every marriage where it's like, you got to realize you chose this. Like that's yeah. And that's what, like, I can argue with him all day long, but when it comes down to it, it's like, we both know that we're, I mean, we're stuck with each other forever. Like yep. we, we're the perfect match. We work well together. Like we, we can argue about this topic till we're blue in the face, but it's not going to, it won't change it. It's right. just, the yeah. military is in control and I do not control the military. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm reading Marie Forleo has a new book called everything is figure outable. And um, the chapter I was reading this morning was just talking about how realizing that you have a hundred percent control over yourself you don't have any control over other people but like everything is a choice and the sooner that you accept that that like you know and she says in there like you know well I have to feed my kids that's not a choice and it's like well no there are consequences to making a different choice like your children being taken away by CPS um but like this is a choice you do have control and you are making this choice and like yeah. You're choosing to stay married, and that is fantastic. I support that, by the way. Um, just in case you interpreted that sentence as like, you can leave him. No, stay with your husband, but like, choice. And so, like, yeah. you do have control. 
and figure, realize that part of probably this bitterness is that lack of control. Gain control where you can get, keep those communication open. Um, There's an episode, a couple episodes ago with Kate Jones, um, Dr. Kate Jones. And we talk a lot about that in marital, marital communication. So I would recommend to Dr. Jamie to go back to the Kate Jones episode um, because it is talking about like when life isn't exactly how you thought it was going to be. We talk, she, Dr. Kate is really great in breaking down like non-attacking language to that spouse because what we want to do is be like, this is all your fault. (laughs) I think I have dropped more F-bombs in this episode than any. And it's because I just so can't relate at all. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just joking, Jamie. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, man. Okay. So closing, closing words. I did not prepare you that I was going to ask you this. But, like, Jamie is sitting down. You guys have are having coffee. And she's crying. Like, what What are these words of wisdom that you're leaving her with of, like, girl? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I would. what I would probably say is bottom line, you need to figure out what's going to make you happy because at the end of the day, being happy, you truly being happy is what's going to get you through all the shitty stuff, i.e. your husband's job and moving. Mm-hmm. So... I think that's probably what I would say. Find find what makes you happy. Do it full full force and don't look back. I love it. I love it. Um, it has been such a pleasure. And Jamie, we feel you, girl. Like, thank you so much for writing in this question. Um, it was like just divine entanglement with Brooke and I talking and um yeah, it's good. So to anybody out there who's frustrated because they think that their only options with their super expensive chiropractic degree is to actually make money with it, realize that we're, I mean, our generation is, I mean that like plus and minus 20 years, I'm 30. So like, you know, we're all, we're almost 30. We're actually 33. Um, We're redefining you know, success and yeah, what we're savvy. Like. We're savvy people. We are savvy. So. <laughs> All right, cheese slayers. Until next week. See you later. Hey, she slayers. Are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. 
If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. 